At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. All right, welcome to hour number two of my guys in the desert from the South Point. It's Matt Humans, Wes Reynolds. And uh, thanks to Brad Biggs, Chicago Bears beat writer uh, for the Chicago Tribune, on with us in the first hour. If you missed the replay, go to vcin.com. Uh, go to the vcin app to watch all the shows here on vcin, the sports betting network. Wes, big game tonight in Philly. Uh, the Phillies suddenly red hot in first place in the National League East. And they get uh, another look at an old friend or an old foe. Mad Max Scherzer tonight uh, faces Aaron Nola in Philly. There's going to be a lot of hype around this game. And uh, Mad Max, a road favorite of about a buck fifty, total of eight and a half. Aaron Nola has not been at his best this season. Mad Max, if you watched his debut with the Dodgers last week, man, he was fired up. He was pitching on adrenaline, and he got ten. He finished with ten strikeouts and one walk, and the Dodgers uh, got the win in his debut. How do you think things are going to go tonight in Philly against uh, the hottest team in baseball? Yeah, Mad Max beyond Thunderdome uh, coming back uh, to Philadelphia. We had a discussion on that, and uh, they said, Tina Turner is the best part of the movie. I'm like, I agree with that. But anyway, Mad Max coming back to Philadelphia where he meets his old buddy Joe Girardi. Of course, uh, they had a little dispute earlier in the season when Girardi wanted that uh, glove check for the sticky stuff. And uh, Max Scherzer did not mm-hmm. take too kindly to that, to uh, Joe Girardi's request from those umpires that night in Philadelphia. So Max is coming back. And look, 9-4, 275 ERA, about 12 strikeouts per nine innings. So even at 36 now, still striking 
even amount. The fielding independence a little bit higher. He has given up his fair share of long balls, highest in his career, 1.45 home runs per nine innings. Uh, right. Dodgers, one of the best teams against right-handed pitching, really 336 weighted on base average. That's third best in all of Major League Baseball. But I do think that this is a little bit of a high price, and I'm willing to take a shot with the Phillies here. I know Aaron Nola's kind of been up and down. I took it at 147. I'm now seeing that it's gotten hit a little bit. It's down to like 137, 138, plus 133 at Circus Sports. I think you still get a dollar forty out there at Westgate and also some faraway places. But no, Noah has gotten a little bit of the money here tonight, so that makes me think that there was a slight lineup adjustment for the Los Angeles Dodgers because I did bet this a couple hours ago, and it is Mookie Betts not going to go in the starting lineup. So that's probably at least somewhat of the reason why you've seen this drop on the Yeah, Phillies. I think that has something to do with it. I was looking at that as well. I was, I was thinking about playing the Phillies tonight. That's a pretty fat price on a team that's won eight in a row, and in baseball when you get uh, on a streak like that, you get a lot of confidence. And Bryce has been murdering the ball lately. Lately. And by the way, I was looking, I think it was at BetMGM because sure. we were talking about this over the weekend. Bryce Harper still about four or five to one to win NL MVP. And look, Fernando Tatis still at that minus by his price. But all of a sudden, out of sight, out of mind, and the Philadelphia Phillies getting hot. I took them several weeks ago at six to one to win the NL East. I didn't think that they would catch up so fast. And I didn't think you'd see the New York Mets in third place right now here in early August. Mets have dropped four in a row, now two and a half back. Uh, the, I've always. I liked the Braves a lot this year until uh, Ronald Acuna went down. Mm -hmm. And then you think at that point, well, the Phillies are going to have to be the team to make the run if somebody's going to catch the Mets. And now the Phillies and the Braves have both passed the Mets. Uh, But the Mets have had problems, obviously, with no DeGrom. And we still have not seen Noah Syndergaard. There was a lot of talk before the season that he was going to be back by the All-Star break. We're in August. No Thor sighting. And the Mets right now, one game over 500, dropped eight of their past 10 and four in a row. Uh, but the Phillies have won eight straight, hottest team in baseball. How about this? The Phillies are 59 and 53 for the season, West, but their run differential is minus five. Right. Because yeah. that bullpen is, has been absolutely atrocious. Mm-hmm. That's why they did get Ian Kennedy in that trade from the Rangers. He came with Kyle Gibson. They sent Spencer Howard down to Dallas to play for the Rangers. Spencer Howard was a really highly talented prospect, was a little bit of a disappointment, and they gave up on him because they needed reinforcement in that bullpen. So you've seen Ranger Suarez kind of move in a little bit of that opener, like half starter type of role with the Phillies. And so far, it's paying off 59 and 53, now a two game lead. All right, Max Scherzer are in the Dodgers, road favorites against the Phillies tonight. NBA news, Luka Doncic has agreed to a five-year, $207 million Supermax rookie extension. His name is Luka. He lives on the 35th floor now with that yeah, Jack. Cool hand Luka. Odds to win NBA MVP, Luka 4-1, to Embiid, KD, 7-1, to The Freak, 8-1, to Curry, 9-1, to LeBron all the way up there at 14-1. to uh, Luke is going to win an MVP at some point. Yeah, and it's probably going to be sooner rather than later. Anybody you like is a long shot there? Uh, would maybe look a little bit at James Harden at 25-1. to 1. Obviously, mm-hmm. I think Brooklyn is priced in as a favorite right All right, now. quick break on My Guys in the Desert. All right, welcome to the South Point Sportsbook. Matt Humans, Wes Reynolds, my guys in the Desert V, send the Sports Betting Network, hour number two. Chuck Esposito, the Red Rock Resort Sportsbook Director, is going to join us momentarily. Hour number one today, we talked to Brad Biggs, 
the Bears beat writer for the Chicago Tribune. And uh, Chuck Esposito just happens to be a Bears superfan, Wes. It's Bears that's, that's, Day. That's what they tell me. Guys. Yes, that's yeah. what they tell me. All about the Chicago Bears today. Uh, do we have Chuck teed up yet? We got him. Chuck, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, guys. How are you? Good. We're talking a lot about Justin Fields and uh, what's going to happen with the Bears in the preseason. The Red Rifle, Andy Dalton, going to get to start Saturday against the Dolphins. The Bears' big favorites as far as preseason goes, Chuck. Three and a half, four-point favorites against the Dolphins at Soldier Field on Saturday night. Uh, how do you think Matt Nagy's going to handle his quarterbacks in the preseason? We're going to see Dalton for a series or two, and then Fields is going to get an extensive look. Is that why the Bears are favored by more than a field goal? Is it also a fade of the Dolphins and their weak quarterback depth chart? Well, it, it's hard to say that it's a fade of the Dolphins because Flores, in his in his debut last year or two years ago, was four and zero with the Dolphins in the preseason. So he has a track record of wanting to win preseason games. I know that was his his first season there, but I think it's probably that it, it's not just Fields and Dalton, but you figure Nick Foles might get a look too. We know that the Colts are already talking about playing Ellinger and and uh, and Eason. You know, getting a lot of work to see what they have before they make a decision to go out and look at a veteran quarterback. So it's probably a combination of things. Bears an extremely public team, and it looks like Fields is going to get a lot of work uh, in the first preseason game. So that's probably the main reason. But still surprised with how well the Dolphins played two years ago in the preseason under Flores, and this is kind of a different team at this point now. Chuck, obviously the quarterback situation is topic A, B, and C pertaining to the Bears in terms of the media in Chicago, but we talked with Brad Biggs earlier. This offensive line a little bit, and he had mentioned, I believe, Matt, what did he say, four different left tackles they've used in training camp so far. Not one of them is Tevin Jenkins, that second-round pick uh, uh, that they traded up for, but looking at this offensive line, and look, this was an issue last year, Chuck, if we remember that Monday night game against the L.A. Rams where Nick Foles, and I don't think he. Uh, I don't think he wanted Brian Greasy to say this on the broadcast exactly. But Nick Foles was saying, "Hey, sometimes I have to change these plays that Matt Nagy designs because I just don't have the protection." So, uh, uh, what do you make in terms of what the Bears did on offensive line? Is this just growing pains, or do you think this is a problem that's going to last throughout the season? I think it's a combination, guys. I think it's definitely some growing pains. But you, you know, you've got Jenkins and Groom, a couple of young players that Broom that you that you drafted, and if they're not ready to go or contribute, I think it does hurt. I mean, even in practice, uh, I'm sure that Brad Briggs kind of said Briggs said some of the same things that they haven't been able to to protect. If it's Justin Fields or or Andy Dalton, uh, their their defensive ends and linebackers are having a field day getting to the quarterback, and that's just practice. So what are they going to do uh, when the season starts in Week One? Of course. They open up against arguably the best defense in the league in the Rams, a Super Bowl caliber defense. So they have to get that solidified. They did play much better toward the second half of the season last year. You saw, especially from the running side of it, a lot of uh, you know big plays for David Montgomery, and that offensive line seemed to come together a little bit. But they have to hope that a guy like James Daniel is back and he's healthy, and some of these young kids can kind of step up um, and help protect either Dalton or Justin Fields. Chuck, look at that Bears schedule. And actually, the first month is the easiest. In L.A. against the Rams, home against the Bengals, at the Browns, home against the Lions. After that, it's, it's hard to find a soft spot in that schedule if uh, Matt Nagy decides, I want to give Justin Fields a start and break him in. It's, kinda, it's tough to find a soft landing spot here. With that schedule and a win total of 7.5, what are your expectations for the Bears? Are you seeing much at the book? Or are you seeing much uh, action on the Bears' win total either way? 
Yeah, they have played their win total over, Matt. Uh, we have seen some some play over the 7.5. I don't think you look for a soft spot. I think it's just based on how they start the season um, and when they determine that it's time for Justin Fields. I think once he's in there, it doesn't matter. I mean, he's got to be the guy that's going to play against all defenses, all situations, and if he's your future quarterback and you traded two number ones and other picks for him, um, it doesn't matter. There's no soft spots in this league. you got to step up and play. Um, I, I don't know if he'll win the job out of camp. I know it seems that there's more and more chatter that he might have that opportunity. I still think Dalton starts game one against yeah. the Rams, but after that, it wouldn't surprise me to see by, by two or three that it's Justin Fields. Yeah, uh, Wes, I think we're in agreement. The Red Rifle's going to fire week one. <laughs> How far after that uh, Justin Fields gets to start, who knows? But I, I do know this. You're not going to start him for the first time in week seven at Tampa Bay or week nine at Pittsburgh. Yeah, I'm looking uh, for a soft spot in terms of when Justin Fields is going to start. And look, week 11 against the Ravens after that bye week, albeit a bye week, not the easiest defense to make your NFL West. debut. It could be week five in Vegas against the Raiders. That would not surprise yeah. me. I think you have to, you know, if you're wanting to give him some confidence, you want to, you know, week four against the Lions, week five against mm-hmm. the Raiders. I think that those are the probably at least earliest soft landing spots right. for fields. Uh, Chuck, how's NFL preseason betting action uh, going at the station casinos books? Because uh, the Bears have ticked up from three and a half to four at most spots this week. Is that a lot of books just uh, moving with the market? Or I would assume you're not seeing a lot of sharp play and just not a lot of public play yet on these week one uh, preseason games. You know, Matt, we are seeing some play, though. I think that they're, you know, I think with all these games being on TV or the majority of them this year, and there's such a correlation between betting on these games and watching these games, uh, that we have seen an uptick. I think, you know, it's football. All you have right now is baseball. Uh, Betters have been doing really well on baseball. They've got some some bullets, and you've got preseason football uh, ready to start. I really think this year, because of all the games, or the majority of the games being on TV, that you are going to see at least the same amount a handle if not greater than what you saw in 2019 with four weeks so it's been baseball now it's been rough sledding for us i mean last seven days i think favorites are hitting at over a 70 percent clip uh, opposed to under 60 for the season and even run lines i mean run lines the last seven days in mlb are up to a 55 percent clip that favorites are covering opposed to 43 percent for the season so betters have done well football's here right now a lot of games on tv i think you're going to see a very robust handle and we've seen some limit play so far in the preseason. Matt, Chuck just mentioned starting to see some play on these preseason games. Some money just hit the board on the Pittsburgh Steelers, apparently. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thursday night against the Philadelphia Eagles. Now seeing them as a favorite in certain spots, I believe, at Circus Sports. They've now flipped favorites, and that makes sense because Pittsburgh did have a game last week, so a lot of betters, I think, like to play that angle. A team that has a game under their belts, which Pittsburgh and Dallas do. Dallas has also seen some money Friday night. Chuck, um, How about the two Thursday night games? Washington at the Patriots with the Patriots two-point home dogs and uh, what Wes just talked about, that Steelers-Eagles game. Are you seeing much action on those two games? Just a little bit, Matt. Nothing crazy yet. I, I think we will, though. I, I think you, could, you might see some Washington money show. I think with Fitzpatrick there and a really good defense and some young skill position players on offense, they want to kind of see what that offense has right now. I think you look at the Steelers-Eagles game, Steelers played pretty good in that first game against the Cowboys, or rather dominant on the defensive side of the ball. Um, it wouldn't surprise me to see, though, it's their second game, see that game start to drop a little bit. Um, but money coming in a little on the Steelers and a little bit on the, the Washington football team at this point. 
What are your betting limits for the preseason? I know a lot of books basically go with the 2,000 for a side, 1,000 for a total. Do you do that, or do you allow uh, yeah, bigger I mean, bets? It's, it's the same. It's the same, Matt, and the, the games are going to be moved a lot faster. You're, you're bypassing three. The, really, the key numbers become one or two because uh-huh. teams aren't going to go for that tie at the end of regulation like they might in the regular season uh, because they're they're going to go for the win, um, and that's just why I think those numbers are a little bit different as far as key goes, but games moved much faster, and if you have to bypass three, you bypass three in the preseason. Chuck, how about the Browns-Jaguars? This is one that jumps off the board in week one. The Browns open at some spots around four points favorites now it's Jaguars minus two uh why do you th- suppose that line opened Browns minus four and what are you seeing that makes that thing move about six points to uh Jags minus two where you have a flip of favorites I know what I see there and I saw it when Jaguars were plus three I'm just wondering why the Browns opened as uh you know four point favorites I guess there's been so much hype with the Browns, Matt, and weren't sure. You know, the, the Jacksonville had a lot of injuries and weren't sure who who was going to get playing time early on. But I'm not surprised by the move. I mean, if you're Urban Meyer and you're at home and it's your first preseason game, you're going to want to kind of set the stage a little bit and, and change the mindset of the fans and, and, and the team and get off to a good start. Anxious to see Trevor Lawrence get some work here. Um, they've got some young wide receivers and running backs, so I think they'll get some work as well. Uh, rumblings they might trade for Michael Thomas. Um, but it doesn't surprise me in a fade against the Browns here. Browns know that they're a talented bunch. I don't think Baker Mayfield's going to see the field much in the preseason. And also with Jacksonville, we look at these quarterback rotations, Matt. This is such an important part of preseason. Trevor Lawrence is going to get his fair share, but you have Gardner Minshew, who was a starter, did win some games last year. C.J. Beathard, also a former starter in this league. So when you get that experience of guys who have started to play against number ones in the NFL, against number one defense, Defenses and all of a sudden they're playing against number twos and number threes, all of a sudden they look like pretty good, like, oh, this right. guy should be starting again, mm-hmm. when in reality yeah. they're twos and threes for a reason. And then those guys might be auditioning even. I mean, we've talked about the Colts. I mean, there could be other quarterbacks that still don't know exactly what the Texan situation is going to be. And there could be a lot of teams that have quarterbacks that get banged up or, or miss some time. So you get a guy like a Nick Folds or, or a Minshew or, or a Beathard who might have an opportunity to, to maybe move to another team, either as a starting role or as a backup. Again, the Colts really guys don't have much. I mean, they want to see what they have in, in um, Easton and Ellinger, but there's no guarantee either one of those guys is ready to step in. especially with the tough schedule the Colts have for the first five weeks of the season, including a game against the Titans in that stretch. Yeah, and today at Colts camp in Westfield, Indiana, Sam Ellinger took split the reps at the number one with Jacob Eason, of course, and Frank Wright came out and said, look, Sam's going to get number one reps in terms of the preseason game, and that obviously means behind your number one offensive line, Sons, Ryan Kelly, and Quentin Nelson, of course. Yep. Uh, Jalen Morton, by the way, has been cut by the Colts. So to update the uh, preseason depth charts in the NFL at the quarterback position, go to vcin.com. We have updated those uh, just uh, for those minor adjustments. Matthew Stafford moved to fourth for the Rams. He's not going to take a snap. The Jets signed Josh Johnson, journeyman, over the weekend. And the Titans added Matt Barkley and cut Deshaun Kaiser, former Notre Dame quarterback. Doesn't even make it to the first uh, preseason game for the Titans. Uh, How about this, uh, Chuck, from Frank Schwab of Yahoo Sports. This is on Twitter, quote, I don't particularly like betting win totals under when the numbers are too low or overs when the numbers are too high. But I took the Texans under four and a half wins and feel pretty good that I won't be sweating that. We're about to witness a truly awful NFL team. 
Is it that simple, Chuck? Are the Titans going to be, or the Texans going to be that terrible? I think so, Matt. I think there's so many distractions um, for this team with what's going on with Watson and you know a, a coaching change and just uh, you know trading Randall Cobb and acquiring players right now. Um, I don't think they're going to be very good. And uh, I think you look at that division with the Titans and, and Colts, who are by far the two best teams. I think it's going to be a long season for the Texans and. Still curious to see what ultimately happens with Deshaun Watson. Matt, Matt and Chuck, we talked about this on the Lombardi line today, Brady Cannon and I, and it was John McClain from the Houston Chronicle, who, oh, by the way, has been covering football in Houston since Bum Phillips was on the sideline yeah. for the Oilers. So he is one of the deans of NFL scribes. Going and, back about 40 years. Yeah, exactly. That. And he said, look, Deshaun Watson's never going to take another snap as a member of the Houston Texans. And it's kind of like certain guys, and that's the thing as a better, you got to filter out certain information because certain of it is BS and certain information is true. I think that is absolutely true. I believe John McClain 100% because if he's wrong, then everybody's going to be wrong about this team. So be interesting to see Tyrod Taylor. Looks like he's going to start, but how soon do we see Davis Mills? If you're going to be a bad team, see what your rookie has in Davis Mills. So maybe sooner rather than later. Chuck, if the uh, Texans aren't the worst team in the league, who would be? If um, if you're looking uh, for competition for the Texans at the bottom, would it be the Bengals, the Lions? Who would it be? I think it's the Lions right now, guys. I, I really do. I think you look at, you know, you've got Jared Goff, and, you know, we know the struggles that he had with the Rams, and, and there's a big drop-off of who's behind him um, with, with Detroit. So I personally think it's the Lions right now. They play in a division with, I think, three teams that are, that are better than they are, and I think it's going to be a struggle for, uh, for the Lions. Uh, um, DeAndre Swift has been hurt right now. We know they picked up Jamal Williams in the offseason, but you have Tim Boyle and I think David Blaw behind uh, Jared Goff. They have a new coach there. I think the Lions right now, for me, would be a team that's right at the bottom. Yeah, that's one of the weaker uh, preseason quarterback depth charts behind Jared Goff, David Blau, and Tim Boyle for the Lions. Uh, Chuck, which preseason game here in week one are you most looking forward to? You're a Bears guy, so Dolphins-Bears is going to be high on your list. But if it's not that game, which game would it be? Um, I want to watch as many as I can possibly watch, Matt, but I think it's going to be the Saints game. I'm sorry, I'm looking at the, I was looking at a regular season game, but I want to see the Saints um, in preseason. I want to see, I know they, they play the, the Ravens in that uh, preseason mm-hmm. game. I want to see between Taysom Hill and, and, uh, and Jameis Winston what they have with those two guys. I know from a receiving standpoint, no Michael Thomas, uh, no Smith. You know, what, what are they going to do? I mean, this team is no luck, um, no Lutz at, at kicker. This team's going to be way different offensively than they were in the past. And, and I want to see those two quarterbacks in the preseason to see if either one of those guys is ready to step up and be the starting quarterback for the Saints. Saints got some issues right now, too. Michael Thomas mm-hmm. being one of them. Will Lutz, the kicker, is out. Gotta, Saints have some problems. They have to figure out the quarterback situation. And, Chuck, on top of that, how about Ravens? Coach John Harbaugh has got a 17-game win streak in the preseason season Ravens minus two and a half he's awfully good in the preseason Matt no question he's one of those guys that likes to win those games that's Chuck Esposito Red Rock Sportsbook Director uh, Chuck thanks for jumping on appreciate the time today all right thanks guys always enjoy it thank, thank you, you Chuck be out to Red Rock soon to see Chuck and uh, they're gonna have some football contests great going. property out there in uh, Summerlin highly recommend it Chuck has moved from Sunset to uh, Red Rock here in the past couple weeks. Best bets on deck.
at Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now that the NFL preseason has kicked off, it's a perfect opportunity for you to huddle up with the VSIM Pro Football Betting Guide. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, best bets on season win totals, and a lot more. The guide is only 20 bucks. Discounts available when you buy both the NFL and college guides. Get your copy now or sign up for VSIM All Access. Get everything we offer for the entire football season. Wes, where do you go if uh, you want to subscribe? You go to vcin.com slash subscribe. Okay, that never changes. vcin.com slash subscribe. The 2021 Pro Football Betting Guide coming out in about, what should we say, two weeks, I yes. think, right? About two weeks. We're going to have that one every uh, all hands on deck working on that right now. Rave reviews on the College Football Betting Guide. Critically you did a lot acclaimed. Of work. Yeah, you did a lot of work on that. And um, you're going to fire on this uh, pro football guide too, right? Which uh, which division are you working? AFC South, AFC South, oh. and NFC South. Okay, I've got the NFC East and AFC West. That's what I'll be working on. Uh, West, let's get the best bets. I'm going to kick it off with 
two NFL preseason plays I made here. And it's always nice to win your first bet of the NFL season. I think a lot of people in the Hall of Fame game last week either had the Steelers or the under. I played that game under. I'm going to play two sides here in week two. And I might play more, but these are the first two bets I made. The Patriots plus two over Washington on Thursday night. I really think Cam Newton's only going to play a series or two. We're going to get an extensive look at Mac Jones uh, probably for much of the first and second quarters, maybe end of the third before Brian Hoyer gets the ball. I don't think Jared Stidham's going to play. I believe he's out right now. Right. Uh, but the Patriots plus two going to be the first play I've got. And I, I actually um, I like teams with competitive quarterback situations in the preseason. And don't sleep on this one because Mac Jones might beat out Cam Newton by week one. He might start the opener for the Patriots. And also, it looks like with Stidham out, that means Brian Hoyer is going to play the third quarter. This mm-hmm. guy obviously has started. And keep that in mind. It's like, eh, well, this guy's a career backup, and he wasn't too good as a starter. Keep in mind that point we were talking about with Chuck in the previous segment. Sometimes you get these number three quarterbacks, but, yeah, they're playing against number three and number four defenses, mm-hmm. too. So experience does matter, I think, when you get kind of back in that roster. And one of the things I look for in preseasons, I look for running quarterbacks and I look for quarterbacks that can kind of break a play when something breaks down a little bit and and the defense gets out of position so those are what I really look for when I'm betting preseason games uh yeah that's actually a good point on Brian Hoyer he looks bad against a good first string defense like he he was terrible against the Chiefs last year on the road in the game and that's not a great defense but that's still number ones out there so he's not going to be playing against number one so that's something I think to uh to look at as well and it's not going to be Ron Rivera's number one defense on the field when Brian Hoyer gets on the field Thursday night right so you know look at that quarterback rotation Uh, obviously you'll see and then the order is going to flip on various weeks Uh, when you're talking about games in the preseason I'm interested in how about the Jets and the Giants first time to look at Zach Wilson and also with the Giants they're a team I'm kind of high I know you're previewing the NFC so I'll be interested to read your thoughts in that betting guide but the New York Giants this year I think that they're the team to watch in the NFC East. All right, we'll get to that. We're going to do NFL preseason rundown in the final segment here. Best bets, I also got Raiders minus one and a half against the Seahawks. Uh, I don't expect much from Russell Wilson or the Seahawks offense here. Sean Mannion might be their best backup quarterback. He was just signed last week. Dwayne Brown, best offensive lineman, not in camp. Neither is Jamal Adams. Uh, now, I know Pete Carroll, everybody thinks, well, he's a cheerleader. He loves to win in the preseason, but in this first game, uh, I don't think he's going to play Wilson much without Dwayne Brown on the field. Yeah, the backup quarterback situation doesn't look good. And the Raiders, with Marcus Mariota, Nathan Peterman, and John Gruden might want to win that first game in Allegiant Stadium with fans in there. It's yep. going to be a hyped atmosphere yep. Saturday night. I like the Raiders minus one and a half. And that offensive line for the Seahawks, even with Dwayne Brown, is not a lot to write home about. Russell Wilson has been wanting help on that offensive line. I don't think he got it necessarily in the offseason, which is why I'm a little lukewarm on this team, not just in this spot, but in the regular season. Right, right. I don't think Russell Wilson is going to be out there much. I haven't heard Pete Carroll reveal his plans, but I'd be surprised if Russ plays Cooks for more than a series in this game. Uh, So three baseball games I'm looking at tonight, and I'll let you expand on these in the next segment. 
Uh, but you've got two of them here. I thought about playing the Phillies, thought about playing the Red Sox, thought about playing the Tigers. I have not bet any of them yet, but you're playing two of those three. Yeah, Red Sox minus 118 over the Rays. Buy low spot. It's about 120 on market average right now. After that 10-game road trip, this is the time to kind of get right here a little bit. Erod, I think, has got some positive regression coming his way. Two runs better on the XFIP than on the ERA. And then Phillies, that 147, not available anymore before I sent them in, but still about 140 at the Westgate. So I like Nola over Scherzer tonight. All right, best bets. Wes Reynolds has Red Sox minus 118, Phillies plus 147. I've got the Patriots plus two, Raiders minus one and a half. We'll come back with more baseball betting next. Live from the OddsTrader.com studio at South Point Casino. Go to OddsTrader.com, download the free OddsTrader app right now, and start winning with up to the second info you need. OddsTrader.com, Wes Reynolds, uh, let's talk about the big game in baseball tonight. Dodgers and Red Hot Phillies, who have won eight straight to take the lead in the National League East. Mad Max Scherzer and Aaron Nola. You can't get much better pitching matchup than this. Two strikeout guys, and Mad Max sat down 10 in his debut for the Dodgers last week. That was a Dodgers win, and uh, he's a big favorite, reasonably big favorite on the road tonight against uh, the hottest team in baseball, total of 8.5 in Philly. I just had to take the price here with the Phillies at 147 with Nola. Now, I understand why Max is a favorite when you look at the two starts he made this year for Washington against these Phillies. Two earned runs, 14 strikeouts, and just 13 and two-thirds innings. So he has dominated this team this year, but... But, you know, Philadelphia, I think right now a different team and a team with some confidence. That was a team that was scuffling a couple games under 500 and both those appearances where Scherzer got the wins over them. But now all of a sudden, Bryce Harper's kind of coming alive. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia's got some confidence. They are now leading the division. Joe Girardi has them playing good baseball. Uh, Mookie Betts, by the way, part of the reason that price dipped and that 147 not available anymore is because Mookie Betts scratched from tonight's lineup. Justin Turner also has been out with a great injury and that's the thing about the Dodgers why when we were talking about those power ratings at the top where the Giants were number one because they had the most wins in all of baseball how many games have the Dodgers really had a healthy lineup this year? Very few. Yeah, they've had, I mean, where Bellinger's been out and uh, and Turner has been out and Betts has been out and all kinds of guys have been out. Muncie's been out for some games this season. So that lineup, by the way, for L.A., Turner, Muncie, Smith, Seeger, Pollock, Taylor, Bellinger, and Billy McKinney going to be the lineup for the Dodgers, for the Phillies, Herrera, Segura, Harper, Real Muto, Miller, Didi Gregorius, Torres, and Jankowski. So I do like Aaron Nola. I thought that this was a little bit of a big price. I know Nola's kind of been up and down this season, and look, really, Zach Wheeler's taking the headlines. I think cool. Zach Wheeler, absolutely. If he had more wins and a better winning record, that's why I hate the stat. It's like, kill the win. If you look at his numbers, Zach Wheeler is definitely a Cy Young candidate, but I don't think he's getting the credit because, you know, you see a guy with only seven or eight wins, and it's kind of a pedestrian win-loss record because that bullpen has been terrible. So He's been the guy that's really carried Philadelphia, and it's been Nola that's been the dis 
disappointment, but a chance to uh, erase some of that disappointment tonight. Uh, going against Max Scherzer and the Dodgers, that would build their confidence, I think, if Nola can go deep in this one. You know, Zach Wheeler, I think Mitch Moss has got a big ticket on him to win Cy Young. Yeah, and uh, he's got to get serious consideration. The way uh, his last start was he outstanding. Should, as well. But you know how some of the voters are on this. They'll look and say, "Oh, he's only like eight and five. I don't even know what his record is right <laughs> off end." You know, so uh, he's not that good. You know, he needs to be fifteen and three right, right. now. You know, kill the win. <laughs> there are guys that get wins, obviously, in baseball that only go five innings. So that's such a misleading stat. Yeah, no question about it. Uh, okay, let's go to the uh, Red Sox and the Rays. This is one of your best bets. At Fenway tonight, the Red Sox minus 122 to 125 in that range, total of nine and a half. A couple spots, including DraftKings, Bet MGM, have a total of 10. Luis Patino against Erod. And uh, Rodriguez, the lefty, the favorite tonight at home. And you like the Red Sox. I do, too. Yeah, yeah, and I know this is buying low, and obviously, uh, look, we say like buy on weakness, like it's a stock with the team, right. and this is absolutely weak at two and eight when everybody else in the division, except the Baltimore Orioles, are going eight and two over their last ten games. But this is the time for the Red Sox. I mean, they're going back to Fenway, where they've been very good at home, and that could get the bats going a little bit. I think Erod is going to regress to the positive, only a three thirty xFIP. He's probably deserved better numbers than what he's gotten this year, and you look at Luis Patino, this is actually his first time facing the Boston Red Sox. He's only 21 years old. He's one of the youngest starters Mm -hmm. at any position right now in Major League Baseball. He has yet to face the Boston Red Sox and has yet to be in Fenway Park. And sometimes, you know, when you're a young pitcher, your first time in Fenway or your first time at the stadium in the Bronx, you get a little jitters and you haven't pitched there in their hitters ballpark. So, you know, Patino's made most of his starts at the Trop, which I think is more of a pitcher's park. So, you could be a shaky outing, even though I like this young guy's future, Luis Patino, striking out about nine and a half per nine innings, but he's walking too many guys just under three per nine innings. So I do like Erod and the Bo Sox tonight as a small favorite. How about Casey Mize starting for the Tigers against the Orioles in Baltimore? And uh, Keegan Aiken is going to go. He's a lefty for the Orioles. He's got some atrocious numbers. And the Orioles have lost his last six starts. But you said the tarp is on the field. The weather looks uh, yeah, dismal in Baltimore yeah, right I now. I saw a report. I forget the gentleman's name, the uh, Orioles reporter for Masson. And skies look pretty bleak at Camden Yards tonight. They've been bleak pretty much all season based on how the Orioles have played for certain. <laughs> but look, Casey Mize, you know, starting to come around a little bit. He doesn't strike out a lot of guys. Just a tad under seven per nine innings. Remember, this was, the, this was their first round pick, I believe. Sure. Back in, in, in 2016, but you know he's been okay, not been not been great. I'm certain that they expect more out of him. Six and six and 21 starts, but Keegan Aiken's numbers are just so dreadful. They're a little bit better when he comes out of the bullpen in middle relief. That is not the situation tonight. We do have an official rain delay, by the way, in Baltimore. So temporarily, the first pitch time has been moved to 7:35 Eastern, 4:35 on the West Coast, but uh, that could change as well. So we'll see if they get this game in tonight in B more. Casey Mize was the first pick. Yeah, that's right. I was trying to remember, okay, I knew his first round pick. Was he the number one overall pick? He was the number one pick, uh, former Auburn star. Yes. And uh, I don't think he's pitched up to expectations at this point, but not bad. About 10 days ago, he beat the Orioles. A very strong performance. No, I will say something for the Tigers here. I'm looking at their record, 54 and 60. This is not a very good team, but this is a team that hasn't quit. You get oh, some no teams doubt. now, yeah. 
that have kind of mailed it in at this standpoint. Like uh, I'm looking at the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, I'm looking at a couple other teams looking at you, Dallas, Texas, the Texas Rangers. Some of these teams have mailed it in, but you look at teams like the Tigers and then you look last week at the Minnesota Twins. They take three of four in Houston. That's a team that I think is resigned to their fate, but they're still going to keep playing. And then you can get these spots, especially when a team plays a big series like the Houston Astros last week. They had that series at Chavez Ravine. And then you got some good dog value prices that I hit a couple of them on the Minnesota Twins. So look at those scheduling spots against these weaker teams. Don't just automatically put them as like free squares in your pick four in horse racing. Just put them in your parlays because a lot of those parlays are going to get killed. In that 2018 draft, I was just looking at this. After Mize went number one, Joey Bart, catcher from Georgia Tech, went to the Giants number two. And um, how about Kyler Murray? For the Oakland Athletics, Oakland A's went number nine out of Oklahoma. Outfielder from Oklahoma, now the quarterback of the Arizona Cardinals. I forgot that uh, he went in the top ten in that draft. Think the A's they, at least, they at least still have his rights, don't they? I guess the A's <laughs> didn't want to spend to sign a first-round pick, and they decided we'd waste a, we'll waste a pick on Kyler Murray. He was not going to play baseball. No. Uh, all right, quick break. We come back. We're going to talk more NFL preseason when we come back in a couple minutes here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from 
crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. With exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boosts, and the largest offer of live in-play options, BetRiver Sportsbook is the industry leader when it comes to online sports betting. To make your experience more rewarding, BetRivers offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, and only one-time playthrough. BetRivers, your hometown sportsbook, offered valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey, and you must be 21. Go to BetRivers.com to find the BetRivers Sportsbook. Wes, let's talk more NFL preseason week one. And uh, you were talking about the Steelers-Eagles game. we got a, two games on Thursday night, and they each kick off at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Washington, a two-point favorite at New England, total of 36. Steelers play their second game, and uh, they are one-point dogs or pick them at some spots against the Eagles in Philly, total of 35. Yeah, I don't know if this was like a setup or anything, but Circa did move to one, now back to pick them. They're the, I think there's a few in the market, including Circa to pick them. But basically, either Philly minus one or a pick them in this market. And I could kind of understand why the Steelers got a little run, because at least they have hit somebody else in an opposite color jersey, mm-hmm. and there's something to be said for that. You know, it's kind of one of those things like in college basketball when you get in that conference tournament and you got a team that played the day before against a team that's off a bye that's dead cold in a conference tournament and that team maybe is a little sluggish out of the gate the team that hasn't had the extra game so the adrenaline carries over now maybe there's something to be said for that for Pittsburgh just looking at this rotation now perhaps maybe they announced that Ben is going to play a little bit he did not play in week one I don't even know why he would play here necessarily I would think it'd be Rudolph Haskins and Dobbs pretty much and then the rotation for Philadelphia Jalen Hurts Joe Flacco Nick Mullins (laughs) I like the Steelers rotation a little bit better. Yeah. Josh Dobbs didn't look too bad last week. No, he didn't. He moved the ball a little bit. Of course, the Steelers did get that win at the uh, Hall of Fame game Mm -hmm. in Canton. So, look, at least you've seen something. And maybe that's even part and parcel of of the reason for the Steelers' money here, at least today, is that, hey, at least we've seen these guys, you know, so we know them. We have an unknown quantity with Philadelphia here. And now Jalen Hurts, look, you're always the top guy in the team and in the market amongst the fan base when you're that number two quarterback and your first stringer struggles. And Jalen Hurts shows some glimmers of hope, I think, but I still think he's got a very steep learning curve in Philadelphia. New coach there, by the way, Nick Sirianni as well. Yeah, I I agree with you. And also Joe Flacco is one of those guys that has a hard time getting fired up for regular season games. (laughs) How's he going to get fired up to play a preseason game? That's a weak depth chart for the Eagles. Uh, I kind of like to steal Joe Flacco bit. is like the old Phil Simms adage because Phil Simms, I, I heard him say this in an interview, play as long as you can, make as much money as you can, <laughs> hang the hell on because, look, you're never going to make that amount of money even if you reach the top of the broadcasting profession or well, unless you get ownership of a team like Peyton Manning might eventually. 
Tony Romo's making pretty good money. Yeah, Tony Romo's about one of the few, because I was going to say, <laughs> with some of these broadcasters, I mean, he went in and it was an absolute natural from day one, but most guys aren't making Romo money. All right, so we saw the Steelers win 16-3. to The Steelers and the Cowboys both got to replace those clown kickers they had on the field in the Hall of Fame game. The Cowboys, one-and-a-half-point dogs at Arizona, and that game's going to be on Friday night. Friday the 13th, Wes. Cowboys, one-and-a-half-point dogs, total of 39-and-a-half. Glendale, Arizona. They need to uh, bring back uh, Raphael Septien. Do you remember that name, Matt? A Cowboys kicker. I, and also, I missed the single bar chin strap or the, the single bar face mask, face mask rather, on the uh, helmet. So I uh, would like to see that brought back. I remember those on my football cards. But yeah, Dallas, uh, look, they not only need help with the kicking game, they, of course, need help on that defense. And they tried to address it in the draft. Seven of the top 10 draft picks were on the defensive side of the ball. I think Amal and I, uh, Shaw and I, talked with Calvin Watt from Dallas and that's what they're looking with with this defense you know can Micah Parsons be kind of the leader and he's going to have to kind of from day one him and Leighton Vander Esch are really kind of platooning that middle line guard backer position Sean Lee of course retired so Dallas has gotten a little bit of money at least on the opener Arizona their quarterback rotation Kyler Murray Colt McCoy and uh, Chris Streveler so with Arizona, though, I think that there's going to be – they're going to be really good offensively. Defensively, I don't know how good they're going to be. Of course, DeAndre Hopkins. You now add A.J. Green from Cincinnati. You got Rondale Moore out of Purdue. I think is going to have quietly a very good rookie year. I think that they are going to be able to get him the ball in space, and he's going to be a nightmare to cover underneath. Yeah, as far as this game specifically, I, I kind of like the Cardinals' depth chart of quarterback because yeah. Colt McCoy, he can, he's Colt experienced, McCoy can play. And he can run, and so can Straveler. Chris Straveler played for reps. the Winnipeg Blue Bombers in the CFL. He's yes, a better he player. You know, a lot of people will look at that name. Who the hell is Chris Straveler? Yes, he, did. he can play. You know, I'm also huh? glad. I know we focus mainly yeah. on the NFL, but the CFL, of course, returned last back. week. So that's, CFL is finally that, back. That is nice diversion, at yeah. least. You know, get some uh, Friday night and back. Thursday night football. I agree. I thought that last week as well. We talked about it on the show for about two minutes last week. So we should we should talk <laughs> about the CFL. It's two minutes more than you thought you were going to talk about it, well, though. I miss the CFL. I like it. And Chris Strebler played for the uh, Blue Bombers in the CFL. But Kyler Murray probably not going to play much. None of these starters are going to play much. In fact, Aaron Rodgers is not going to play at all. Yeah. It looks like in the preseason for the Packers. But uh, Murray, Colt McCoy, Chris Strebler, not a bad depth chart there for the Cardinals. I don't like those uh, Cowboys backup quarterbacks. Yeah. Garrett Gilbert's okay. Cooper Rush, okay. But Ben DiNucci's a joke. Yeah, we've um, seen enough of DiNucci. Yeah, and uh, just not – Mike McCarthy's not a coach I want to back in the in the preseason either. No. I, I don't. Mike McCarthy's not a coach I really want to back at all. Uh, anyway, let's move to – do you think the Bears are too big of favorites here? Uh, Chicago three-and-a-half or four. A lot of spots showing four now. Dolphins at Bears – Total of 35. I think it's tough to lay this uh, four-point number. Yeah. I, I know Justin Fields is going to get a lot of playing time, but Wes, he's a rookie. Still, he hasn't even appeared in a game mm-hmm. yet. And uh, I don't like the Dolphins' depth chart at quarterback, but Jacoby Brissett can play a little bit. Is four too big? Yeah, I think it is kind of. And, and look, we've seen some money also on the over, by the way. Keep in mind these totals. Uh, 
usually pretty low in the preseason, obviously, but 33 to 35 and a half is not a small move necessarily. You mentioned that Dolphins rotation to a Jacoby Brissett and also Reed Sinnott out of USD, USD Torero. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned, I think, who was it? Josh Johnson out of USD also yep. signed. I think that's like his 15th team. He has been well-traveled in the league, but yeah, I think this number's a little bit big here when you look at it. Uh, when you have a total move like this, I would initially at least want to fade it at the apex perhaps, and that might be what I elect to do here and just wait to see if this goes up and then see if I can get 36 or 37. I don't know if that'll show, but when you get that big of a total move, especially in the preseason, more often than not, I'm going to try to fade it. Brad Biggs, Bears beat writer for the Chicago Tribune, joined us in the first hour today to talk about uh, this game. Chuck Esposito, Red Rock Sportsbook Director, on this hour. He's a Bears fan. I think there's a lot of hype surrounding Justin Fields, a lot of expectations, even for mm-hmm. this first preseason game for him. Mm-hmm. You have to be realistic. And also, are the Bears going to give Nick Foles the entire second half to kind of audition him so they could get something in him for a, a, yeah, a trade? Yeah, because they would like to get rid of yeah. that roster bonus right. that they owe him. And look, when we talked about it on this show last week, that Nick Foles, look, Frank Reich and I, you know, he was basically saying, please call me Frank. Call me maybe, right? Uh, you know, please uh, uh, call me on my cell phone, uh, as uh, Nick Foles was saying to Frank Reich there. He would like to have that Indianapolis job for sure. But on that Miami side, by the way, this is going to be a big year for two I know it's only his second year and you got to give him a little bit of time but they did get him some help at receiver. Mm-hmm. They got Will Fuller. They drafted Jalen Waddle. Devontae Parker, of course, is sure. back. Lynn Bowden. They went and got Malcolm Brown from the Rams to be that one-two punch in the backfield with Miles Gaskin. So they got two of some weapons on offense. All of a sudden, I'm looking at this Miami core here. I was like, these aren't some bad receivers because they've been kind of so low on the totem pole I as like a unit. I like his receivers quite a yeah, bit. Yeah, and so they're giving him a chance, but we know Brian Flores, he is not exactly conservative or deliberate about pulling a quarterback, and Jacoby Brissett that is a guy that has been a starter in this league. So, look, he pulled him for Fitzmagic last year. He will do the same for Brissett. Okay, you said, before we get that game quickly, uh, Wes, Saints and Ravens, John Harbaugh, 17-game win streak in the preseason. Saints have all sorts of issues to deal with right now. Ravens, two-and-a-half-point home favorites, total of 36. This is, to me, an intriguing game because I like – the quarterback depth charts for both teams mm-hmm. here. And I just wonder how much Winston and Taysom Hill are going to play for the Saints. Though. Yeah. Could be a lot of Ian Book, which I like Ian Book. Yeah, I do too. And you've got two guys that ran the ball in college, yeah. Trevor Simeon and also Ian Book. Right. So that's QB three and four for the Saints. Uh, on the Baltimore side, McSorley, number two. You know he ran a spread at Penn State. Huntley at Utah. And then Bahar is number four. Baltimore usually has running quarterbacks as backups. But you mentioned the Saints' problems. And this is kind of curious with this winning streak that John Harbaugh is on in the preseason, this open three and now down to two and a half. Now some juice on the Baltimore side here. So it is baked in a little bit, but the saints, we know Michael Thomas kind of came out on Twitter and said, eventually I'm going to tell my side of the story. I'm just paraphrasing here. I don't know the exact verbiage or legit quote of the tweet, but Michael Thomas waited to have that surgery. Him and Sean Payton non-communicado over the summer with new Orleans. Patrick Robinson, by the way, did just retire. 
I saw that flash across the screen. So, you know, the Saints, I know a lot of people are lukewarm on, but they still have enough to say, okay, they're going to be a factor at least getting into the playoffs. But I'm interested to see who wins that job. I personally think it should be Jameis Winston. I think he should get another chance. It's We know he can make big plays, and he's got a rocket arm, and he's a good athlete. He's just got to not make those mental errors and make those turnovers. So maybe Sean Payton is the elixir that can cure him of those woes. How about you said you're intrigued by the Jets-Giants game a little bit here, and it looks like Jets one and a half or two-point favorites. Total of uh, 35. You can't like that Jets depth chart. we got to add no. Josh Johnson to it. But behind Zach Wilson, the rookie, it's uh, Mike White, James Morgan, Josh Johnson. Yeah, and on the Giants side. Giants Dan- don't have a lot either. Giants, Danny Dimes, Mike Glennon, and Clayton Thorson, the former right. Northwestern quarterback. But I'll tell you one thing I did like, and we're going to see all these fights in training camp because guys are blowing off steam, you know, competing for jobs and whatnot. You don't want your quarterback to get hurt in something like this, but I kind of like that Daniel Jones was at the bottom of that pile. I think that sent a message to his teammates (laughs) that, like, hey, man, our quarterback, we're going to have his back. Giants, by the way, did improve that receiving core, and now Saquon Barkley returned to practice Mm -hmm. today, so they get him back. They're going to be a factor in this NFC. Daniel Jones is used to being at the bottom of a fumble pile. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) With a bunch of defensive linemen on top of him, yes. All right, thanks to Brad Biggs, Chuck Esposito, and Wes Reynolds. That's a wrap. v the Sports Betting Network. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.